So this week's audio is going to be a little bit different. Last week we uh, tried to record our Mothering Sunday message and unfortunately that has gone and so has our video. So we're going to present this to you as a transcript and uh, we hope that all the mothers out there were able to take some of this from this. In fact, we hope that all parents everywhere of all different descriptions are able to take something from this message. So here we go. I'm going to start with Matthew chapter 20 from verse 20 to 22. The wife of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons, Jacob, that's James, and John. She knelt before him and asked him for a favour. He said to her, What is it you want? And she answered, Make the decree that these my sons will rule with you in your kingdom, one sitting on your right hand, one on your left. And Jesus replied, You don't know what you're asking. And then looking in the eyes of Jacob and John, Jesus said, Are you prepared to drink from the cup of suffering that I am about to drink? And are you able to endure the baptism into death that I am about to endure? And they answered him, Yes, we are able. Now it might be strange to consider this text from Mother's Day message, but hopefully once you've heard what I'm about to say, you'll think that it's actually a perfect text for Mother's Day. And though she didn't get things exactly right, and she's certainly as fallible as the rest of us, I think that this woman was a good mum. Now, we know from history that the sons of Zebedee were James or Jacob, as it says it in this translation that I read from, which is the Passion Translation. James and John were two of the first three chosen by Jesus to be his disciples. And we also know by reading Mark 15, verse 40, that their mother's name was Salome. Let's just look again at that passage from Matthew. What does it say? Well, it tells us that Salome comes to Jesus. She kneels at his feet and, appearing very humble, she asks him for a favour. And Jesus asks, what is it that she wants? Notice what she says. Make the decree that these my sons will rule with you in your kingdom. One sitting on your right hand, one on your left. Now, I have two points to make about how I think she is a good mother. And here's my first. Number one. She sincerely and absolutely believes her kids are the best. They are simply awesome. Good enough, in fact, to be at either side of Jesus in heaven. Now listen, we know other kids, they're all right. But they're other kids with different parents and when you're the mom your kids are the smartest the brightest the most talented and in fact the most athletically able and i think this is okay because our kids need that kind of support they need to know that no matter what you're going to be behind them supporting them all the way and here salome was doing going to do and say whatever she needed for her kids she was going to support her two boys and get actually the very best seat in the house and despite the less than humble question, even if it came in a humble pose, remember she was knelt before Jesus, was that Jesus knew how to answer this proud mum. He didn't say, woman, I've got other disciples that are twice as good as your boys, so what in the world are you thinking? No, he very politely answered, you don't know what you're asking. Yep, I know that sometimes our kids need a bit of a reality check, and that as parents, we need a reality check. But I challenge any good parent that our first response for our children when we hear something negative about them is to defend them to the hilt. When we know we want to get something for them, we will, and good mums will, go that extra mile every single time. Okay, my second argument for this woman being a great mother is that she wanted to get her kids into his kingdom and wanted an assurance of that. Listen to what she says. My sons will rule with you in your kingdom. 
She was planning on her children being with Jesus for eternity. In fact, she was telling him so. That mother desired for her two boys to have a personal relationship with God. Now, she might have even sat her boys down one day and said, and I recognise, look, this is this is using my imagination a little bit. All right, so go with it. She might have said, now, you might not be getting the best marks at school. You might not be the fastest boys in your school or even the most popular. But I want you to know, I want you to, I want you, sorry, I want you to know God. I want you to serve the Lord. I want you to make it into his kingdom and enjoy eternal life. Mothers everywhere, of all the things you can do for your children, the greatest thing you could ever do would be to encourage them to have a personal relationship with God through his son, Jesus. Now, let me just talk a little bit more generally about mums. Motherhood, I think you'll all agree, is something that connects us all. We wouldn't be here, in fact, living and breathing today if it wasn't for some brave woman who gave birth to us. I know that Mother's Day can be bittersweet for some and maybe even just bitter. And I genuinely pray that if that's you, God would comfort you, bring you healing and give you peace right now. He knows every situation and he is with you. On Mother's Day, we also remember and honour those mothers who are no longer with us. And we thank God for their lives and for all the care and investment they put into their children. To those mothers who have grown up children and are empty nesters, I want you to know that you are not redundant. Your children might be very capable and be supporting themselves or even have their own family, but they still need you. They still need your support, your wisdom, your experience, your love and your care. You shaped and moulded those lives and they wouldn't be who they are today without you as their mum. To those mothers with slightly older children, those teenage children, I want to tell you that'll pass. (laughs) Having now got one and another one waiting at the station, as it were, I know that this stage of life isn't easy. And as a dad, I can testify to not knowing quite how to handle this stage. Now, that could be just how it is with dads and daughters, but I imagine as mums, you must go through something similar. Well, here's my simple advice to both myself and to you. Keep going and keep praying. You are doing a fantastic job. And what you've sown into your children this far will bear fruit, even if you can't see it right now. Trust in God for them and for their future and be there for your children. Keep those channels of communication open and love on them lots. Give them hugs, even when they don't want them. (laughs) To those mothers with those younger children, what is it they say? Those days seem long, but the years are short. You're doing amazing too. And some days it might seem like such a slog though. Some days you're woken early from your lovely warm bed by a crying baby. And you might try and work out how many hours before you can get back into that bed. But instead of wishing the day away because you're so tired, why don't you keep your eyes open physically and metaphorically speaking and savour the moments in your day. Savour the expressions on your little one's face or the way they build and knock down that tower over and over again. Savour the first time they smile, the first time they sleep through the night. The first time they take their first step, the first time they give you a kiss, the first time they say, Mama. Oh, and Kathy, my wife, would say, write this stuff down because you will forget. If you're a single mum or have been at any point in your life, then much, much respect to you. I want to tell you that you are an incredible woman. In fact, so then to every mum, I want to encourage you 
that you are the best mum for your child or children. Just like Salome was the best mum for her boys. So hopefully you might be a little bit more humble when talking to your creator. He placed your children with you because he knew you were going to be you were going to be exactly what they needed. So please don't compare yourself to that super mum who seems on the outside to have it all together or that mum on social media whose children are always looking pristine and always smiling. Comparison is a killer and it drip feeds us the lie that we're all not good enough. Well, you are good enough for that amazing role, this amazing role that God has purposed you for and he's equipped you to do it. And together with him, you can absolutely do it. And at the end of the not so good days, he's always there to pick you up and whisper, tomorrow is a brand new day with fresh mercies. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 says, My grace is always more than enough for you, and my power will find its full expression through your weakness. Make God your port of call when things aren't going to plan, when you've run out of ideas on how to tackle a particular parenting issue. We ask God for wisdom. He will give it to us. There are also mothers who are not biological mothers, but are spiritual mothers, and I want to tell you that we're so grateful for you. Please keep being all that God has made you to be and keep sharing that with the rest of us. Now, if you'll allow, let me give my fellow dads a special mention on this Mother's Day message. Where would we be without you? Well, we wouldn't be here either, would we? And I believe that mums and dads were created to make a great team and are actually God's ideal for the family. And here's the thing. We live in a day now where dads have the opportunity to be so much more hands-on and are in fact encouraged to share some of the load that's traditionally expected for mums to deal with. Great mums then are empowered by great dads, and absolutely vice versa. But this message is all about mums, and I want to honour and thank all you mums that are listening right now. Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you that you've called and purposed all these amazing women to be mothers. Thank you that they're exactly what their children need. Thank you that you've equipped them to outwork this unique role of moulding and shaping lives to know you, love you and glorify you. Please help each mother to know that they're absolutely good enough. Please encourage them and give them what they need for tomorrow and beyond. And I pray that you'll fill every mother with joy today and that you would help take away some of the burden they feel. Help each one to savour the moments they share with their children. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful from generation to generation. Amen. Let me finish with this illustration. At the time of his death, Henry James Hines, and yes, that is Hines of the 57 Varieties fame, he was one of the wealthiest men in the US, and when his will was read, it was found to contain the following words. I'm looking forward to the time when my earthly career will end. I desire to set forth at the very beginning of this will as the most important item in it, a confession of my faith in Jesus Christ as my saviour. I also desire to bear witness to the fact that throughout my life, in which there were unusual joys and sorrows, I have been wonderfully sustained by my faith in God through Jesus Christ. This legacy was left me by my consecrated mother, a woman of strong faith, and to it I attribute every success I have attained. <laughs>